Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning, Quapi with Vince Taglivia. Live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the day to start things off. Of course, this is followed up by many other shows on the platform, so please enjoy and remember to tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for The Daily Dose with Josh Reed, where he uncovers the unfolding global conspiracy and more. Today's December 13th, 2023, coming up on the new year quickly. Hope you're all doing good. Let's go to the chats real quick. We've got Polka Dot and Yay. Good morning to you both. Left MD, Travis. Good to see you. Quiet Toad and RMU. Good morning and left MD. Thank you so much. Let's get right into things. Talk about a little bit of a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Then we'll carry on with our days. Let's see. So let's start with health, health, health. JFK. Well, this was an interesting one. JFK was ahead of his ahead of the curve. JFK warned America about soft, chubby, fat-looking children in 1962. You could start seeing where we were heading back then. Let's watch. There is nothing uh, I think uh, more unfortunate than to have uh, soft, chubby, fat-looking children who go to uh, watch uh, their school play basketball every Saturday and regard that as their week's exercise. I hope that all of you will join and everybody in the United States to make sure that our children participate fully in a vigorous and adventurous life which is possible for them in this very rich country of ours. There is nothing... Uh... Yeah, so he advocated for more physical fitness for kids. And even back there, back in 1962, could see the writing on the wall of the future at the time he delivered the speech four percent of u.s children were obese and five percent were overweight today 19 percent of children are obese and an additional 16.6 percent are overweight he wanted schools to adopt mandatory and strict physical fitness programs to prevent childhood obesity and softness now, not only do we not have strict physical fitness programs in our schools, and most of them, we don't even have math and reading requirements in order to graduate and pass and move on to the next thing. It's horrible. And the decay of health and education in our country. And you, I don't think you can attribute all of the uh, obesity and overweightness just to the physical fitness programs in our schools. I think that it's also all the processed foods and everything else that goes with it. It's a litany of problems. <sighs> Needs a lot of work. Needs a lot of work, that's for sure. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Somebody commented, you can thank Michelle Obama for that. She destroyed the school lunch program. She made it so lunch persons couldn't cook from scratch anymore. Only processed food also made school lunch more expensive. 
all in the guise of we're trying to help. We're doing so great for you guys because we care. Thank you, Lisa, for the four ice cream donation. Good morning to you, too. It's the food and everything else, Travis says. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, onward. I found this uh, interesting. A graph of the U.S. population, and it's absolutely just falling off a cliff. Nearing 0% levels, indicating almost no growth. Current levels have not been seen in over 100 years. This is worse than even the Great Depression. This is U.S. Census Bureau Game of Trades data. Let's take a quick look at this chart from 1901 all the way to today, or 2021. Year-over-year change in the U.S. population. And we're nearing 0% uh, 2021. Oh, lordy. And uh, in 1933, it was reaching nearly 0.5%. Quite a wild uh, and interesting graph here. Oh, my gosh. That's really something. 1901 to 2021. Holy smokes. Meanwhile, they want to have more abortions and everyone know having kids is being framed as very negative and all this in our society today. We have the whole dink people, people that call themselves dinks, which is an acronym for dual income, no kids. And we have these young adults and couples bragging about how much extra income they have because they are dinks and they could go on vacations and spend frivolously on bullshit it's a horrible trend uh i think it's a psych psychological trend psychological warfare trend mm. just my opinion it's going over there on the tiktok the tiktok hey poon slayer how you doing appropriate name given the topic oh my gosh and i saw this headline and i'm like wow what a discovery holy crap if only we knew the daily star reported this is a uk site dangerous chemicals found in 80 percent of mcdonald's burger king pizza hut and domino's items i was being sarcastic of course we know this there's dangerous chemicals in fast food they wrote Scientists found that 81% of food items contained phthalate, while 70% also contained a specific chemical linked to fertility problems. Long-term effects are so far unknown, so don't worry, they're unknown. Well, they're not too unknown if you're already linking it to fertility problems. And I know a lot of the chemicals in our environment are associated with fertility problems um, and of course you start looking and investigating these different chemicals and look at the various studies and you find a lot of bullshit studies out there and, oh, you know, uh, you can have a little bit, this is a lot of these studies, what they say, you could probably have a little bit in your system and it's not a big deal or, well, it only affects the reproduction of certain kinds of fish. 
in large quantities i mean so really we don't know the effect on humans it's probably fine there's only a little bit of it in your environment plus the government subsidizes us and gives us grants and money in order to put it in your environment so why wouldn't we take that money yeah holy moly chemicals everywhere Mm-mm. A new study has found that some of your favorite dishes contain hormone-disrupting chemicals known as phthalates. Phthalates are commonly used in plastics to make them flexible. And researchers from George Washington University's Milken Institute School of Public Health tested 64 food samples from six different restaurants in America, including McDonald's, Burger King, Pizza Hut, and Domino's Pizza. They found that 81% of food items contained phthalate, while 70% contained the chemicals leading to fertility problems. Ooh, it also found that 89% of items tested contained a non-phthalate plasticizer. Yikes. The report also states that meat items, including cheeseburgers and chicken burritos, were found to contain highest levels of chemicals. A uh, spokesman for the group told the uh, Gizmodo, quote, we found phthalates and other plasticizers are widespread in prepared foods available at U.S. fast food chains. A finding that means many consumers are getting a side of potentially unhealthy chemicals along with their meal. Duh. Mm-mm. No, thank you. This is why I do everything I can to avoid processed foods, especially this stuff from these fast food joints. Oof. Absolutely horrible. And so many people eat this stuff every day, man. And if you're one of those people, you got you to gotta do your best to try to change your habits and, and eat healthier because this stuff, I think, is very serious, especially over time. Yikes, yikes. All right, we've got more, more, more to talk about. We're going to do a little bit, one more story on health, and then we're going to get into things. This is kind of a good story out of Portland, kind of. I mean, it's like, I guess you could, it's a polishing a turd story. Zero Hedge reported that Portland officials propose to reban public drug use. The governor is to declare a fentanyl emergency. This is coming from their uh, central city task force, Portland's, uh, so it's PCCTF, and they've proposed to restore a ban on illicit drug use in public areas as part of the city's long-term plan to solve its most pressing challenges. This isn't going to solve the problem. All right, people are going to still use drugs. There needs to be a more comprehensive plan in order to uh, get these people help and get them clean and and back participating in society in a in a in a meaningful way. Oh, so th- this uh, PCCTF was launched in August to address issues like homelessness, public safety, drug use, and crime in Portland after the Oregon Health Authority warned in May that on average, three residents are dying every day from an unintended drug overdose. Wow. Three people a day dying of overdoses in Portland alone. The task force said the state lawmakers should restore law enforcement's ability to prosecute for attempting to deliver illicit drugs to another party based on the amount. Yeah, that's great. You know, 
not to like say don't do anything uh, not to be so negative but this is going to put a lot of strain on the officers in portland i mean this needs to be very uh, they need a solid comprehensive plan to address all these things and not just in portland but la seattle new york cincinnati all these places need drastic attention and um that's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a long process and it's going to be a very costly one. That's going to take everybody coming together to do this. You know, there's not a one thing that a state, a city is going to do and fix the problem. Oh, it's illegal to use drugs out on the sidewalks. Now. Can't you see how clean it is all overnight? No, most people are still going to get away with it. And what good is it going to be to, uh, you know, lock these people up? I mean, kind of, I guess you could be forcing them into uh, um, <clears throat> detox, which isn't necessarily great for everybody. And it's very dangerous for a lot of their health, especially on opiates and things. I mean, I don't see the benefits to this, but maybe they have some kind of plan that's more broad. But definitely getting drugs off the street is one step and you know if there's less drugs then there's going to be less drug users in theory i don't know because they decriminalized meth and fentanyl and heroin and all this stuff so they allow people to carry around small amounts if you were no longer allowed to carry around small amounts i guess the theory is that people wouldn't i don't know i'm not very optimistic on the issue i'll tell you what <clears throat> good morning cromero good to see you who knows? What do you guys think? What's the solution here? Is this a good step? Or is this just going to put strain on the officers? I wonder. I wonder from like an officer's perspective too, like what are they saying, right? <clears throat> My gosh, I'm still dealing with this sore throat, folks. I apologize. It's been rough for me lately. But I'm feeling okay. Grisman says, blow it up and start over. Well, that might actually be their plan. <laughs> My gosh, scary. Well, Hunter's in the news today. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Poor Hunter. Poor Hunter. Did you guys know that he's just being abused and targeted? Unbelievable. Breitbart reported this just recently. Hunter Biden says he will not testify behind closed doors, resisting subpoena. Ooh, Hunter Biden made it clear during a press conference Wednesday that he will not only testify under his own rules and will not comply with White House investigators' lawful subpoena that compelled his testimony behind closed doors at 9.30 a.m. the same day. Hunter Biden's failure to appear before House investigators will likely be a factor in formalizing the House impeachment inquiry vote Wednesday evening regarding President Joe Biden's involvement in the Biden family business. House Speaker Mike Johnson pointed to six cases of mounting evidence on Tuesday against Joe Biden that cannot be ignored. These six things are, number one, Biden family members and Biden business-linked entities received more than $15 million from individuals in Ukraine, Russia, Kazakhstan, Romania, and China. China. Number two, Joe Biden spoke with Hunter Biden's business associates at least 22 times. Number three, Joe Biden lied about his involvement in the business. Number four, 
Joe Biden received direct monthly payments from Hunter Biden's Owasco PC business account, which received payments from Chinese state-linked companies and other foreign nationals and companies. Number five, investigators flagged the Justice Department's deviations in the five-year investigation into Hunter Biden. Number six, an FBI FD 1023 form alleges Joe Biden accepted a $5 million bribe while vice president. That's just, I mean, I honestly believe that's just scratching the surface on this Biden Biden crime family situation. Here is a quote from Hunter Biden. Quote, I'm here today to answer at a public hearing any legitimate questions Chairman Comer and his House Oversight Committee have for me. He was at the Capitol today. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family did not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. He goes on. Actually, let's just hear it from the crooked horse's mouth. How about that? Biden crime family. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband. Then a crackhead. From a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They've ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they've belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has do- devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I've been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, (laughs) not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. And of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. 
James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, <laughs> manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life. So much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. <laughs> no matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. They what? displayed naked photos of me during an oversight hearing. <laughs> and they have taken the light of my dad's love, the light of my dad's love for me, and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. These same committee chairmen have engaged in unprecedented political interference in what would have already been a five-year investigation of me. Yet, here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Well, I've chosen. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of? I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> Why not testify now, sir? Why not testify now? Because he's a damn liar. Oh my gosh, so many apparent lies in that five minute statement there from Hunter. It's blaming all of his, uh, the way, blaming his, uh, blaming the way he appears to the public on the MAGA right. It's like, dude, didn't you accidentally text naked pictures to everybody in your contact list? Didn't you just, aren't you always taking pictures naked and all this weird, creepy, like pedophilic stuff and your niece called you out and all this stuff? Uh, there's a lot there. And I mean, there's evidence to all these accusations of involvement. Um, there's evidence to all of it. So the fact that he goes out there and just blatantly just lies 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 is I'm, i guess not surprising but my gosh could this be the end i don't know we'll see what happens we shall see do we have any updates on this hunter situation this is pretty up-to-date information so we'll see but um people are talking about this live right now on x and some spaces he says, yeah, yeah. My father was not financially involved with any of those things. Right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, onward. 
We had Flynn posting something interesting on X today. That's General Flynn. Kind of cool. Let's take a look at that. People still ask me, is there really a deep state? This is another example that addresses that question. Answer? Yes. Ivan Raiklin tweeted this, and this is what Flynn is talking about. They wrote, now do you understand why all election cases were dismissed in 2020 and the Texas VPA at all case was moot? And they point to this article from December 11th, 2023, Sundance. After years of assembling data points around the potential of the, for the Supreme Court to be compromised, it was the discovery of Mary McCord's husband, Sheldon Snook, deep in the office of Chief Justice John Roberts, that finally sealed the deal for me personally. Yes, the Supreme Court is compromised. Sheldon uh, says here, quick context, Mary McCord was the architect of all Trump targeting efforts. Sheldon Snook, McCord's husband, works in Robert's office as special assistant to Chief Justice John G. Robert Jr.'s counselor. Just, just. Of course. Yeah, the corruption runs deep. The deep state, folks. Flynn is really standing up. Onward. Um, speaking of deep state, I think this is somewhat involved. They, uh, Elon Musk here is apparently being targeted. According to the U.S. FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr, he's accused the White House and other government agencies of targeting Elon Musk. Today, Brand, Brendan Carr published a dissenting statement after the FCC said it won't award Starlink Starlink. little connection by let's see am i reconnecting test 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 bear with me i apologize for the interruption um he states that elon musk's companies are being harassed by government agencies Carr said federal agencies were given the green light to go after musk following his acquisition of twitter is elon musk being actively targeted i believe so and i think from many angles Many, many angles. Weaponization. Wow. The full statement issued by Commissioner Carr can be seen below. It states that the FCC did not use traditional framework when assessing the Starlink subsidies. Bold claims, which may be worth investigation. And this is by... Uh, the Kobisi letter on Twitter. Um, so you could follow them if you want to keep up on these types of stories. Onward. Uh, U.S. Supreme Court says it will hear an appeal that could overturn capital riot charges against hundreds of individuals, including Trump. We shall see. I hope so. We need to see some good wins here in our corrupt justice system. Maybe there's still hope, but man, these things are slow going. Very slow going.
All right, onward. What else we got going on? <laughs> we had this come out yesterday or and today or yesterday, yeah. West Virginia Secretary of State and gubernatorial candidate says the 2020 election was stolen by the CIA. Yeah, we've been shouting this from the rooftops, but uh, now people are finally getting on board, by the way, real quick. Uh, thank you, Gump, for the dollar donation. Hit that like button. Absolutely, please do. Thank you for the donation, Gump. And thank you, Grismo7, for the three lemon donation as well. So, yeah, this <laughs> this allegation is an interesting one. Um, West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner, a Republican, made a, the bold claim in a recent gubernatorial debate that the CIA had part had a part in stealing Donald Trump's 2020 presidential victory. A 23-year-old veteran of the U.S. Army and current Secretary of State of West Virginia, Joe Warner, has been accused of widespread fraud in the 2020 presidential election during a recent debate held by Metro News. Warner doubled down on his past allegations of widespread fraud, implicating the CIA directly. Yeah. Boom. We know what's going to be done about it. This is an interesting story that I just wanted to mention. The Pope. We've got some news about the Pope. The creepy, creepy, corrupt, crooked, evil Pope. A lot of people say. Apparently, he's chosen his tomb. Typically, it's in Rome. Um, typically, it's in the Vatican, the Pope's tombs. Well, this time, it's not. It's in Rome. Why? Why is it different for this Pope? Pope Francis has, cho has chosen to be buried not in St. Peter's Bas uh, Basilica alongside his immediate predecessors, but in a basilica in Rome, he revealed in an interview broadcast on Wednesday. Quote, the place is already prepared. I want to be buried in Santa Maria Maguire. Uh, the pontiff, who turns 87 this weekend, told Mexican broadcaster Televisa's N Plus streaming service, in the same interview, he revealed he planned to visit Belgium in 2024 and hoped to visit his native Argentina and Polynesia. Why? Why? Is it because he's the devil? Is that what's going on here? I don't know. Wild, though. An interesting thing there. Thank you, Travis, out of the Matrix, for the gift of a can. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. I don't know what's up with that, y'all. What do you think? Thank you, Laurie, for the two lemons. All right, onward. Um, of course, the World Economic Forum is still in the picture. They still think they know what's best for the world, especially for you and me. And now they're urging us uh, to wash our clothes less, uh, to help the planet, because laundry has a huge environmental impact. Do you think they wash their clothes often? Do you think that they use more water than the average person? Scientists are urging us to wash our clothes less to help the planet because laundry has a huge environmental impact. 70% of the CO2 emissions generated by a cotton t-shirt come from washing and drying it. Laundry also puts detergents and microfibers into waterways, which is damaging to ecosystems. Too much washing also wears out clothes faster, meaning more are sent to landfill. Produce 2.2 million tons of textile waste a year. Oops. 
Let me turn this down and go back. Oh, Lordy, World Economic Forum. Blah, blah, blah. Experts of the Society of Chemical Industry say we shouldn't wash clothes after everywhere. They say jeans shouldn't be washed more than once a month. Oh, my God. Jumpers once a fortnight and pajamas once a week. The exceptions are underwear and gym clothes, which should be washed everywhere. If using a machine, try to lower temperatures and shorter cycles. How often do you wash your clothes? Like, comment, share. Ugh, World Economic Forum. Uh, excuse me? They want you to wash... How often? Jeans once a month? Jumpers once a fortnight? Pajamas once a week? I like washing clothes, okay? I like having clean clothes. Uh, if I wear, like, this sweater and I just wear it for, like, a couple hours in the morning and I take it off, I'll hang it back up. That doesn't really bother me. Um, but... You know, and then jeans, I might wear them, you know, a couple times. That's not a big deal. If they're dirty, though, or if I go fishing or if I do anything outside of, like, something very light, that shit, as soon as I take it off, like, I'd say most of my clothes, as soon as they come off, they go into the washing machine or into a basket of dirty clothes immediately. And I don't do that much laundry. Like, you know, it fills up and I run it, but... This is crazy. And then towels. They didn't say anything about towels, but I'll use a towel a couple times, which some people will not. They were like, fuck that. I need a new towel every time I take a shower. I don't really mind it. Um, I'll go probably two days before I want a fresh towel. But I guess you could go a few days. People do uh, like a week with the same towel, which I think is too long. I think that one or two days is like my personal max. And it's... I don't know. To me, to not. I this is insane though. Wash your jeans once a month. Excuse me. Ah, it's just totally made up, folks. And I bet that what they want is this to be like enforced, right? If oh, you washed your jeans uh, too many times this month, well, we're gonna ding your social credit score. So now you can't even go buy jeans because you're not allowed to go into the stores. You don't care about the environment. Do you think Klaus Schwab washes his jeans once a month? Do you think Klaus Schwab puts dirty clothes on? No. Hell no. And they're not just, you know, throwing their clothes in washing machines. They're hiring somebody to throw their clothes or take it to the dry cleaners, right? All their shit goes to the dry cleaners. It's probably way more energy probably way more involved in making all those suits and bullshit clothing that they have. But that's not the problem. The problem is your jeans and your pajamas and your gym clothes. Um, my God. Sick. Absolutely sick. <laughs> 70% of the CO2 emissions generated by a cotton t-shirt come from washing and drying it. Stay dirty and smelly, my friend, to save the planet. Oh, my gosh. This is posted by I Meme, Therefore I Am. And this video was on the World Economic Forum's website. Absolutely retarded. This is like a Friday content, but it got slipped in today. That's okay. 
how often do you guys wash your towels? That's what I want to know. Like, if you use a t bath towel today or whatever kind of towel you use to dry off, if you used it today, are you going to wash it or are you going to use it tomorrow? And then after that, are you going to use it for the third day or are you going to wash it? How many days? And then, like, how often can we wash our bed sheets? World Economic Forum. Are we allowed to have a clean bed or do you want us to sleep in our own filth too? Like the pigs that we are in your eyes. They're probably like, you could wash your linens once a year, you filthy animals. Just actually just uh, throw away your bedding and lay down some fresh hay every January and that'll get you through the year. Anyway, how often do you guys wash your towels? Tell me, I won't judge. Towel twice. I figured you're clean when you dry yourself, Travis says. Yeah, that's kind of what I think, too. You're clean when you dry yourself. Uh, that's it, and that's that. Some I heard a fair argument, though, from somebody who's like, well, sometimes some like dead skin comes off on the towel, and I don't want to put that back on me. I get that, but you just have to, if you're worried about skin, you have to exfoliate. And I don't think it's like anything that's going to give you a disease or anything. But I could be wrong anyway. Um, Slumdog says, I'm doing the opposite because the water bill is included in my rent. There you go. <laughs> I'm not paying for it. I'm just going to wash, stay clean. All right. Interesting. Eat and sleep in the bugs, he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you eat the bugs, you sleep with the bugs. Uh, Lori washes it every time she uses them. Okay. Yeah. Grit says, I bet he doesn't eat bugs either. Yeah, right? Why would I eat the bugs? It is just a big scam we say to the people. Sometimes twice. Okay. All right. Well, you guys are killing the planet. You need to wash your towels, I would say, at least just maybe once a quarter. Once a quarter, you can wash your towels, okay? If it smells like shit and mildew, just remember you're helping to do your part to save the planet. Thank you for your understanding. <clears throat> anyway. Unbelievable. This freaking world, man. And these, these globalists are just absolutely nuts. I'm not playing the game. I'll wash as much as I want to wash, all right? I will. And I will do it without shame. Wow. <sighs> Yeah, Romero, we're, we're clean when we use a towel. At least you'd hope so. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's move on here. Another thing about cyber attacks. This was breaking. This is really concerning that the narrative is highly surrounded or comprised of this cyber attack warnings. This time, the Joint Committee on National Security Strategy. Strat, uh, strategy. Joint Committee on National Security Strategy warns that a massive cyber attack is set to imminently paralyze the United Kingdom. Experts are now analyzing extreme threat. This story is developing. But well, we heard it from the U.S. Now we're hearing it from the U.K. What is going on? And I think this is False flag preparation. Yep, that's what I think it is. False flag preparations. Maybe they really are going to do a massive cyber attack. And I can only hope and pray that everything doesn't go to 
hell in a handbasket, I guess the phrase is. That's all we could do, folks, is live our lives and do our best to prepare for the worst, but just hope shit doesn't hit the fan, man, because that will be ugly. But it really does seem like that's their plan, and it's quite alarming. But we've got to just keep doing our things. What, can, what else can we do? <laughs> Cromero says, an interesting theory here. If washing clothes produces CO2, wash them more. CO2 is good for the planet. Ah, there you go. I like it. And meanwhile, our infrastructure is collapsing. We've got to stop the nuclear plants, stop the coal plants. Don't drill for oil. God forbid we have energy independence in our country again, like we did under Trump, and reasonable prices and an ample supply of, of energy resources. Uh, no, yeah, we're still going to uh, a bad, bad place with our energy. Meanwhile, got this article from insider paper that says south africa is to build new nuclear plants according to their government so as the western world slowly contributes to its own demise you've got places like china and south africa and and russia all kind of focusing on improving their infrastructure hmm what's the commonality between all those places oh brics nations the brics nations are improving the western nations are declining this is just a recipe for disaster it's almost like they're anticipating some kind of global cyber attack or something ah and look at this statistic here this statistic blew my mind oil and water america only has 178 flagged cargo carriers versus china's 7362 we have 178 china has 7362 oh my god it's not a good place to be, I feel like. It's just absolutely wild. This was reported by ZeroHedge.com, and they go into more details about this. Holy crap. <clears throat> All right, onward. Let's see what else we have. A couple more stories. We had the story about Raytheon from ZeroHedge 2 that came out yesterday. It was kind of interesting. Raytheon's exoatmospheric kill vehicle defeats ballistic missile and test over the Pacific. So they've successfully tested its atmospheric kill vehicle designed to defend the U.S. by intercepting and neutralizing long-range ballistic missiles in low Earth orbit. The kinetic force weapon successfully destroyed an intermediate-range ballistic missile during a test in the Pacific region by the U.S. Missile Defense Agency and the U.S. Northern Command on Monday. This test demonstrates that the U.S. ballistic missile defense system is operational, reliable, and ready to protect the country. Well, that makes me feel a little better, but uh, what good is any type of satellite or anything in an exo-atmospheric killer vehicle going to do if it's hacked? Or if it's bombarded by solar radiation. Nothing. Nothing. Not a ting. But, you know, it was just an interesting thing I wanted to point out. Has happened. All right. Also on the war front and the global kind of stance on what's going on with the uh, 
Gaza Israel situation and more. The UN General Assembly has overwhelmingly demanded humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza in a vote that further isolates the U.S. and Israel, the Associated Press reported. And so 153 countries are in favor of a ceasefire. Ten are against it. The ten against the ceasefire are the U.S., Paraguay, Papua New Guinea, Nauru, uh, Micronesia, Liberia, Guatemala, Israel, uh, Czechia, and Austria. And all of these other 153 in favor of a ceasefire, as you can see here in green, um, they, they, they want it to stop, and that's most. Most of the Middle East, most of the of the East, most of everybody, China, Chile, all these people, Russia, Norway, New Zealand, Sweden, Switzerland, Uganda, all these. I'm not going to go through all 153. But, uh, yeah, not a good look. Not a good look when a vast majority of the world is like, hey, guys, please stop shooting each other. Please, please stop bombing each other and using weapons. Please. Not good. I mean, come on. This is a red flag. If I've ever seen a red flag, this is a red flag. The UN is really, really putting a lot of pressure on the situation. Mm -mm. And then it's it's so controversial. Can you believe it? They all want peace? What are they? Jew haters? What are they? What's going on here? Anyway, sorry guys. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And meanwhile, we've had Israel pumping seawater into the Hamas tunnels, uh, which is interesting. And uh, the UN's not happy about that either. Yeah, they're pumping seawater into the tunnels in one of their latest uh, attacks against the Gaza Strip and uh, the Hamas peoples. My gosh. And we had an interesting thing from uh, Solomon's. Uh, the Solomon's prime minister hits out or hints. I don't know. He basically says Western agents, something about Western agents. Uh, let's see here. Solomon Islands pro-China leader accused agents of Western powers and shadowy enemies of trying to pull down his government Wednesday. Firing a firing the starting gun on contentious re-election bid, Prime Minister Manasa uh, Manasa Sagavar has led the impoverished Pacific Island for almost five years, and having delayed elections once, is seeking re-election on a platform of warm ties with Beijing. Ooh, and he's accusing. Uh, Western infiltration and uh, involvement. Oh my, what a conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. My God. He's probably right. There probably is some effort in order to have a coup d'etat over there. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't doubt it. But 
All right. Man, the financial situation's horrible, and there's only really one way out, and that is that shit gets worse. Uh, at least that's my understanding. I don't know, but there's this little clip here, uh, and it is this girl talking about how depressing it is and how hard it is for the younger generation. And she's right. I just have a hard time having too much sympathy, but let's watch. So depressed and have such a poor outlook on the economy and our future that we are doom spending. People know that they're not going to be able to afford anything of substance in the near future or maybe even the far future. So we are blowing money on things that make us feel happy and less stressed. And apparently this has experts alarmed. Well, we're alarmed that we'll never own a home. Netflix released a special called Leave the World Behind. It's about weaponized cyber attacks that force humans to realize that the world is collapsing. Today, there are reports of China initiating cyber attacks against our critical services and infiltrating our infrastructure. Did I mention that that special was produced by the Obamas? A dispute over $15,000 could reshape oh. the American... Yeah, so she goes on to talk about the tax code situation there in that movie. This is just kind of like a news blip from this TikTok chick, uh, JPAL20, J-P-A-L-L-20. But uh, yeah, this whole thing of, they're calling it doom spending. You know, I don't think everything is completely doomed. I think there are strategies that can be employed to be less of a victim of the situation of the uh, current economic uh, situation, especially if you're, you know, in your 20s or 30s and um, able to do a lot of work and provide a lot of value. I mean, it's different if you're disabled and retired and on, on a fixed income. It's a lot harder of a situation in order to get a leg up. Uh, but I mean, this younger generation to be like completely just lacking any type of motivation to save up to buy a lot, save up to, to build a house, buy a house. And I know that a lot of this generation, they're buy, they're getting food delivered to their doorstep every day. They're doing things that are very wasteful for the hard-earned cash that they do get that's very low in value, and I understand that, and it's very difficult. I, I struggle myself with making ends meet sometimes. You know, I do a lot of different jobs in order to uh, meet my goals, and uh, that includes things like houses and stuff and real estate and investments and all this stuff and no i don't order food to my house are you crazy that is such a waste of money to me i don't have these doom spending tendencies my doom spending is buying a natural holistic medicine or investing in that my doom spending is investing in water and food and supplies for survival that's my doom spending. My doom spending isn't like, oh, I'm going to go on vacation or I'm going to be frivolous with um, this and that. I, I really am not frivolous at all. And I think that if you're being frivolous, but then you're complaining that you can't afford a house. But meanwhile, you spent 10 grand in the past six months on eating out. It's like, actually, you could have bought land uh, in the middle of nowhere for 10 grand in some states at least a little lot, maybe more, you know, I mean, that's just inexcusable. 
it's I think that the mindset's completely off and I think that it is a big problem. I think it is very, very difficult, but I think people could do better. Does that make sense? Does anybody agree with me on this or am I just being an asshole? My niece mixes rice and hamburger and thinks she's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, anyway. Um, the economy is not doing great, folks. Uh, we've got City offering partial early bonuses to encourage staff departures. I guess basically this is a take your money now or we're going to fire your ass. Just more layoffs. Hasbro is cutting 1,100 jobs as high inflation takes a bite out of toy sales. And... Um, Let's just talk about this robot and we'll end things here. Tesla has introduced Optimus Generation 2. Excuse me. Let's watch the video. faster now that thing's creepy man foot force torque sensing articulated toe sections human foot geometry 10 kilograms total weight reduction without sacrifice improved balance and full body control this is wild faster 11 dof brand new hands tactile sensing on all fingers yeah that's an egg Delicate object manipulation. Stay tuned to see what Optimus will do next. Tesla. Good God. The future is going to be very odd, I tell you, man. It's very wild. Holy crap. RMU, totally agree. Thank you very much. LeftMD, iRobot, anyone? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Alan, Alex, it's Biden. <laughs> uh, it does walk like Biden, very slow-like and kind of like robotic. Yeah, maybe, huh? <clears throat> no, I know some people who DoorDash food five times a week. I can't afford that. LOL. Yeah, I don't know how people afford that shit. Uh, luckily, my town, we don't have, I think there's one pizza delivery and I think they just started DoorDash in my town, and there's like one delivery driver. Um, and that's just because I saw somebody talking about it on Facebook. And uh, it blows my mind. Even like one of my neighbors gets pizza delivered like twice a week or, or like more or less, at least twice a week. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? That's not good. You got to stop eating the pizzas, those pizzas so much, man. 
I think it's okay to maybe once in a while eat some bullshit, but man, you eat it every day, you're going to really be suffering, putting your body through hell. And yeah, delivery is so expensive. You know how much a pizza costs too? Like one of these places for like a uh like a combo pizza was like 50 bucks for a large pizza. I'm like Please bear with me. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Testing, testing. Good God. Can't even have a damn show in the morning. Um, I was talking about the price of pizza. For a large pizza, uh, over a year ago, it was like $100 for a combination pizza at a local pizza place. There's cheaper pizza options, but I was just like, what the fuck? And that was a while ago. I wonder how much it is now. Is it $60, $70 for a large combination pizza or whatever specialty pizza they have? Ridiculous. You know... Fuck, you give me 50 bucks with for like a meal for if you okay, 50, 60 dollars. Let's say 60 dollars for a pizza. You could feed, I don't know, three or four people. You know what you could do with 60 dollars at like a, a, a farm stand and a meat market? You'd feed a lot, you can make a lot more meals, I tell you. A lot more meals and more nutritious meals. Anyway, um, yeah, I know, Slumdog, I know. <laughs> I just put deer meat in the freezer, so no pizza here. There you go, Grits. My freezer, I'm on the coast. I don't have any deer meat, although we do have a lot of deer in the state. But uh, I've, I've got my freezer full of, of wild-caught salmon and halibut. I ate all the prawns. But, yeah, a lot of seafood in my freezer. That's how I do. I wouldn't mind some deer meat, though, I'll tell you. Mm -mm. that's good eating i'm a good cook Lori says thank you Lori. i try i'm pretty i think i'm a lazy cook i'm a very basic chef but it gets me by and it keeps me fed <laughs> all right derived i won't read your comments anymore i've learned my lesson i will never pay that for pizza make your own yeah, that's the thing. Um, half the world is night. Great point. Making your own. I guess we'll end on the health topic real quick. I totally agree with that sentiment. Um, if I'm going to eat eat something that my body doesn't metabolize as good as like vegetables and meat and things like that, uh, let's say I want pizza. I definitely am with you on making a homemade pizza, making a homemade dough, some good quality sauce that's not filled with sugar and some good cheese that's not too processed and shitty. Uh, that <clears throat> I can handle a lot better than some Domino's pizza or some other bullshit pizza that's way expensive uh, and has a million ingredients in it. <sighs> it's much better, um, especially when it comes to baked goods or something that's you might buy processed like cookies or little treats and things, baked goods. Yeah, man, it's much better to do it at home. You don't get all the... You know, you could make you could make a pizza with uh, like five or six ingredients rather than 50 or 60. And I think that's probably better. Oh, yeah. I want to make pizza now. <clears throat> All right. So LeftMD said a good pizza here delivered cost over $50. Wow, LeftMD. Yeah, here too. 
Although, you know what? There's this one all-you-can-eat pizza place, and it's like $15. I don't know their price now. It's like $12 to $15. All-you-can-eat pizza buffet. Um, and it's just like crazy to me. I've been in there, and boy, do you find the hungry people. It's like people go nuts for that. That's just so unhealthy man all you can eat pizza and well it's healthy they have a salad bar i got some vegetables and i slothered it in ranch smothered it in ranch healthy i'm healthy yikes all right anyway folks tune in tonight 5 30 p.m for the daily dose with josh reed i think we're going to talk more about this movie that came out and some of the symbolism and different things in there that people are discovering and it's very interesting uh from that movie leave the world behind on netflix if you haven't watched it try to get it in sometime soon it's very interesting a lot of symbolism put out there by the obamas the obamas the obama lovers and uh, it's an interesting situation here. Anyway, uh, glad I got to do a show today. I'm feeling a little better. Not not 100% at all, but I'm working on it. And I hope to be back tomorrow morning at the same time, same place. If there's anything that happens to where I'm too sick or just not feeling well enough to do the show, I post it on the social red pill. That's our social, our private social network where you can collaborate and join in on, on more red pill project events and things and get in touch with myself and josh and uh that's available at socialredpill.com if you want to try that out so thank you all for your continuous support and i hope you enjoyed today's show hit those likes and all of that stuff it's greatly appreciated i'll see y'all soon take care god bless and god speed try and bend the spoon that's impossible only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.